You are listening to Decaf, a weekly podcast by the Beacon Center of Tennessee. I'm Taylor, and Mark is back with me. It's been a few weeks since we've hosted together. I know, three weeks. The dynamic duo. Best three weeks of my life. Okay, well, that was harsh. Um, Insult one for the day, and we will move on. We should do do an insult tracker, just like the amount we do, just like kind of check them off. Yeah, I haven't been keeping up with those. I try to like block that out of my brain. Um, (laughs) Well, we have Jason. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do anything anyway. So, um, so it's Fourth of July week. Um, by the time you're listening to this, listeners out there, Fourth um, of July will have passed. But the day that we're recording it, we are still building up to it. Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. Um, I don't know in, about it, you. Wait, your favorite holiday in the whole year? Like in, the, like in, like all in July? No, like like in all, like oh. total. It's my favorite. Holiday. In totality. In totality. <laughs> <laughs> it's my absolute favorite holiday. People think that's kind of crazy, but I really love our country so much. I was actually texting a friend the other day, and I told her I confessed, which I'm now confessing to the world that sometimes I cry when the national anthem comes on. I just really love America. You and Ka- Kaepernick have similar reactions, just for different reasons. Okay, I had um. a bone to pick with Kaepernick because I really, really wanted those Nike Betsy Ross flag shoes. They were so cute. I bet you wouldn't have bought them. They would have been like $4 million. Yeah, but I could have asked for them like for my birthday or something. Or I, I would not have gotten them for you, yeah. <laughs> could have splurged, but now, so if anyone out there has a connection to the Nike Betsy Ross flag shoes, I just really want them. Um, anyway, Mark, you're hating on me for like the no, no, I mean, I, your fa- your favorite holiday though that's like saying oh my egg sandwich is my favorite food it's like yeah it might okay. it might be fine but like there's a lot of other better things like like oh yeah do you like egg sandwich over prime rib Pri- you cannot compare America to an egg sandwich. Prime rib is Christmas. Uh, <laughs> that is offensive. No, it's not America. It's the holiday. Like, yes, it means a lot, but in terms of what we're celebrating, like, yeah. I get that if you're saying, oh, but I mean, I well, think I J- like, Jesus is important, right? Yeah, very okay. important. I also like Christmas and Easter, but man, it's so much fun. The fourth is so much fun. You have, like, all the the apple pie, like all the American things, like hamburgers and hot dogs I think dogs that's, and pie that's and fall. And stuff. Well, that's literally my every week. I don't know why I need a holiday for that. <laughs> well, then what's your favorite holiday? I mean, it's, it's obviously without a your question Christmas. No, what? No. no Chris, I mean, Christmas is a great holiday because Christmas is more than just a day. It's like a month and a half of just fun, lights. Like the only, the only cool thing about celebrating Fourth of July is the fireworks. The fireworks okay. are cool. Like obviously what it means is the most important, but like celebrating is just not that fun. It's like, okay, Okay, you barbecue, you drink, you again. There's fireworks. Like that sounds like a, a Thursday at a redneck's house. I mean, I mean, my love of America really is more of a lifestyle than just a. <laughs> so it's more of a year. It's really a year long thing. This yeah. is just the encapsulation of I your love. I did wear my Declaration of Independence T-shirt. I um, went to the National Archives a few years ago, and they have these T-shirts that have the Declaration screen printed on the front. And cool. My little sister <laughs> said, "You can't honestly. You don't honestly think you're going to actually wear that like in public." And so I keep it full. Hold it up in my drawer, but on Good. the 4th of July, I bring it out, and I wear my declaration shirt every time. I think that's a once-a-year type thing. Yeah, she asked me, she's like, oh, for our show, can you dress in some kind of American gear? I'm like, well, no, because I don't have any. I don't have, like, American. I don't have, like, a... Sad. No, I mean, I don't have, like, a Hawaiian shirt with an American flag on it. Do you have a Christmas sweater? I have a lot of... I have a jazz Christmas sweater. Okay, so maybe... maybe <laughs> and, a, and a jazz Christmas hat, too. Yeah, you do have a jazz Christmas hat. It's so gross. Maybe it's, like, a thing of... You only dress for your favorite holidays. I don't know. That's right. But I have Christmas sweaters and Fourth of July. Oh, Jason! Okay. Jason, I'm the buzz. Off. I'm cut off. Okay, uh, you so should be cut off from talking. We have a, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> so we have a really cool announcement that we came out with this week. Speaking of freedom in the Fourth of July, Beacon is doing in 2020. We will be putting together a city freedom index for the top. What was it? 30, 30, 30 most populated cities. Yeah, in Tennessee. So we're going to be judging um, cities, ranking them on the criteria um, that pertains to freedom. So things like property rights, codes, transparency. 
easy tax burden um and we've gotten a really cool response so far yeah and i think well what's cool about it too is like there's some wonky ish type things you're like okay well that's really in detail mm -hmm. i don't need to know if i can have a squirrel in my basement or not right. um but there's some stuff that really does affect everyone and people who want to get into the details will be like oh thank god they covered that but yes. then people are more like mm, i don't really want to pay high tax and i just kind of want to rent my house out on airbnb they'll have stuff for you too so right. we're gonna be putting together and ron is kind of the architect of this and ron has done kudos to ron he's really put a lot of work into it so far coming up with the scoring basis we're gonna have this all on our website you can check it out but um it really is gonna be a, i guess a pretty revolutionary thing for tennessee i, I can't really think of any other revolutionary country. yeah right, yep, right. july 4th yeah there we go yeah, yeah that's right um, it's gonna be a pretty revolutionary <laughs> thing for tennessee i really don't know of any other group that has done um, a freedom index like this. No, not to this. I mean, not to this extent. We used to do a um, what is it? Business, friendly, business cities. friendly cities. But I mean, the criteria was it was all, it wasn't very detailed and like they did the same one every year as the same city so i think this will be cool because it includes economic it includes property rights i mean there's just it, it includes transparency for the citizens so it really does hit on all the major factors that i care about when i want to live somewhere well, yeah if you're looking to invest in a community you want to know where your resources are going and where your investment is going and if you're moving somewhere like nashville where they're trying to hike up property taxes you want to know trying to hike up every tax yeah that's so real but you want to know that and so if you're thinking okay i could maybe move to a, a smaller city um this is going to be a really great way to see what your freedom score will look like in those cities. Well, let's do some prediction times, like you know, like we can be like a Super Bowl oh, prediction. Gosh. But so, who do you think will be last? And then name. I, I feel like first is because there's so many cities. I mean, there's 30. Name a city that you think will be in the top five, and the city that will be last. I am a big fan of Chattanooga. I think Chattanooga might be pretty high up there. Well, I think um, you're wrong, but okay. You do think I'm wrong? Yeah, I think you're. Okay, I mean, well, per, I per usual. No, you I want to live in Chattanooga. I think that Nashville. I'm going there this weekend for Fourth oh. of July. I'm celebrating Fourth of July in Chattanooga. That's my dream. I think that Nashville is going to be pretty though. low on the on the freedom score, just because of how hard it is to get information from the city, what the tax structure looks like. I hate to say it because I do live here and I do yeah. buy a home here eventually, but I, I just don't. I don't foresee it going well. I think the last spot will be between Memphis and Nashville. They seem that. to be fighting over who's worse very you often. Who going to be in the top five? Oh, man. So, I'm just not thinking. You put yeah, the spot. I, I say Brentwood. Brentwood. Oh, Brentwood's going to be pretty hard. Well, you can't take my answer. You okay. have to Okay. Well, I just did. Um, okay, so the next thing I want to talk about, we are... Good job, Jason. Um, we are a year out from the net neutrality um, drama that unfolded last year. Which, explain year. what that is. I think a lot of people still don't... Well, I mean, I still don't fully understand it. But yeah, so it's, it's really kind of convoluted, but what... The whole concept of net neutrality is internet providers should have to, people should have to pay for the type of internet that they are receiving. I mean, that's kind of like the whole concept behind it. I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. I don't even think you said that correctly. I'm pretty sure that was the incorrect definition. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was. It's, it's well, a really complicated topic. Okay, well, let, let, maybe I'll. It, it has to, everything to do with the speed of internet that you're getting and the access you get to websites and how much you pay for it. And it's the name neutrality, but it's not actually neutrality at all. Yeah, net neutrality is essentially the government getting involved more in the right. internet. That, that, that's more or less. And you're saying because if they don't get involved, that service providers, which are ISPs, are going to take advantage and say, oh, exactly. we're not going to, if you're poor, we're not going to let you stream on a fast speed and all these other things. That's what was in my head, but what came out did not come out that way. That was barely a sentence. It was so terrible. So, <laughs> per that's, usual. that's what net neutrality is. We were told... <laughs> seven, I'm seven insults. We were told... <laughs> Mark's up seven insults. That's so bad. So we were told when net neutrality was no longer a thing that the internet, as we knew it, would be over. Everything would be moving slower. People would not be able to access anything. If the government did not get involved, 
Well, stay involved because we had to. Re- right. We repealed it. If the government was not involved, everything would just come crashing down. That's as far right. As the internet's concerned. Well, I actually saw yesterday that there is like a new higher speed Wi-Fi coming out called Wi-Fi Six. I mean. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty content with how the internet's working these days. Well, since, since they got rid of net neutrality, I think the internet is faster and more accessible and cheaper to everyone. So well, obviously, exactly. it, it did the opposite of what they said. I just remember sitting on Facebook, seeing all the, my super liberal friends who I love to death, but they're mm-hmm. wrong. Like talking but about wrong. <laughs> yeah, talking about how the the end of the world was coming, and it was just mm-hmm. insane. And then we we actually got to talk to a Pie in this room, yeah. um, I guess about a year ago or a year and a half ago, and say, and he's like, yeah, it's nothing's gonna happen. I promise. And, and back to what we were saying before, like. Why would I want to pay even more to access websites that I'm already accessing? Why am I going to have to pay even more to to just slow things down and let the government get involved? I mean, the government really doesn't speed anything up. As far as no, no, and I mean, and I mean that, and that was the whole point. Is like it just it, it it has no impact. There was net neutrality, or there's no net neutrality for whatever 20 years of the internet before Obama put it in like 2015. So this idea that the world's going to come crashing down is. It's just theatrics. And, 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 like, you want to talk about people on the left and right both do this. But in this case, like, the left made this this crazy deal. And, and it's weird because after about two months of it, I didn't hear another peep about it. No. Well, there is actually now going uh, – people are trying to push Mitch McConnell to bring up this Save the Internet app. Oh, my gosh. That would bring back net neutrality. I, I, we don't need to save it. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's I'm, fine. I don't want to pay any more for I'm Internet. I'm so happy. Done deal. Okay. Last thing we're going to talk about, U.S. women's soccer team. Yes. I – love soccer and I'm uh, gross <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> okay, way to okay, start okay. but I only love it when it's like World mm-hmm. Cup time I only love it when it's World Cup time I don't care about the Nashville team I don't care about anything else but I it's because of my love of America that I love World Cup season the men did not make it last year yes. it was a surefire shame and I was so upset about it but the women are in girl power but <laughs> the women tend to stir up some controversy <laughs> It always this always happens. The women, the U.S. women's soccer team, stir up some controversy um, in, in two different ways, right? Well, yeah. Well, because you have the equal pay thing, right? And then and you have the outspoken players. yeah, yeah, just anti everything Trump ever does. Yes, exactly. I was reading an article about Hope Solo the other day and how she was a little bit controversial. And then, um, oh, was Rapinio? Yes, she's stirring up. Controversy. She has cool hair though. She has amazing hair. Yeah. I wish I could have hair like that. But um, she's stirring up controversy now. She and Trump are getting into it online on Twitter, and um, it's really not helping their case. Well, so there's two things here. First of all, suck. Is the absolute worst. Anybody who watches it, I don't care for. Does that count uh, as insult against me since I said I like soccer? Yeah, it's a, you and like whatever okay. most most of the world. But no, I mean, so- billion yeah, yeah. people who watch the men's World Cup. Last Correct. Year. But so- soccer is a terrible sport. I hate watching it. And I and I actually had to go to a bar in, in Philadelphia, getting ready for a wedding, and they had the women's soccer game on at Dave and Buster's or whatever. And it was like it was just so hard to watch. Oh. But and it's not a, it's not a women thing. I just all, all soccer. I just want, I want to be clear. That's not if it's uh, not the Utah <laughs> Jazz. Mark does not care. That's right. But then. And the second thing we're going to talk about is that there, there was this big thing about how the women's team wanted to make. They're like, we should make as much as the men right. or more than men. And that's where this kind of conversation comes in because you have this women's team that's clearly way better. Which is why they, way which is why they feel like they said, you know what, we should make more. Look how much better we are. But then there's the other thing of like capitalism and ratings and how you get paid. The idea is it doesn't really matter how good you are. It's how much people want to watch you. That's what determines well, what you make. how much money you're bringing in, ultimately, is how much you're going to have to distribute to your players. Yes. And that's kind of what it all comes down to. And so, yes, I am all for the women getting paid their fair share. I'm oh, like, don't say that. Ugh. But I am. Gross. I mean, like, I am. Getting paid, getting paid what they earn. 
Exactly. Yes. Getting paid what they've earned. And, and you know, until we kind of stop this, like, theatrical thing of we should be getting paid as much as the men, we should say, okay, it should be on a scale of how much is coming in. Yeah, and, like, I mean, think about the idea, like, the best-selling jersey is not the best player in the NBA. It's because they're the most popular, right? The right. biggest contract is not the best player. The best snowboarder in the world probably makes less than the worst NBA player. So, like, it doesn't matter. It's what people want to watch. You can't compare – you can't compare – things like that because it's it, it's not in the same league yeah i i don't i don't know if you agree with me or not no, it's okay I, i'm agreeing with you okay well it rarely happens yes so okay yeah I, I don't understand but yes but yeah so what's our number of insults that we're up to yeah, yeah well, jason what's the number nine insults Marginal that's not bad nine times in, in 12, 12 minutes. minutes that's less than one a minute okay well that's still <laughs> nine too many um thank you for listening we'll see you next week happy fourth of july happy fourth of july